A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiya, before we get into this podcast, please consider joining us on Red Men Plus. We have tons of amazing content coming out every single day in both podcast and video form. So get over there and sign up today. Now back to your podcast. Neil, I want to talk through the Cody Gapo timeline, really. Um, obviously, we know Boxing Day went mad, but to your understanding, <coughs> where, does this, where does this actually start? Yeah, I think this is something that's... Happened quite quickly. I, I think. I think that is the case. I mean, I think you're looking at. We've all been sort of signposting Liverpool for January, haven't we? And I think we spoke last week, you and I, about the the Diaz situation last year. There's a lot of similarities with it, but there's there's, there's obviously big differences in the sense of one was at the end of the month and one's at the start of the month. And we we probably expected Diaz to be this done or, or the Diaz signing to be done this way. So I think. Basically, what's happened in Dubai with, with with Luis Diaz's injury setback? I think, obviously, Jota already been in there, and then maybe I wouldn't say that the Firmino injury has has had any real major impact. But if you needed the reminder of how fragile the sort of the tightrope was, maybe that that does give you the provider of saying, yeah, let's just just push the button on this because, you know, we I think we spoke on last week's show about how important it was to keep the three forwards fit. And and then one of the others to step up and and try and make a, an impact. And in that meantime, you know, Carvalho struggled at, at City. I know he scored, but Firmino's got an injury, and all of a sudden it, it is like, well, Alex Oxley Chamberlain's playing left side of of a front three, and not ideal. So I think this is, I think he's been a target or someone who they've looked at and thought, right, there's a possibility maybe for next summer. I think they, the fact that Manchester United was were obviously clearly, I know there was. Um, some suggestions otherwise, but I think Manchester United were very, very keen and, and, and clearly in that race. The fact that PSV have looked and said, well, yeah, we, we're willing to do a deal in January, you know, and it also wasn't... I think if you look at the fee, I think the total fee or the, the highest fee will be is £44 million, pounds, €50 million. Euros. <laughs> OK, you might, that's a lot, you know, for a player from the Eredivisie. I think it, I think it's a record for, for a player from PSV Eindhoven, definitely. Um, but it's not... A fee that you look at and go, oh, that's like really heavily World Cup taxed sort yeah. of fee. You know, you're not, you're not. So, I mean, we might go on and talk about Enzo Fernandez, but you could look at that fee and say, well, you know, I'd have some reservations about paying that at this moment, despite how good he is. Once you you find out the fee's okay, he can come in. He's obviously semi ready. You know, he's been playing a lot of football. I know he's had the break after the World Cup, and we need to get him now because if we don't, he won't be available in the summer. I think that's all. Um, come in, so I would, I couldn't say this for definite, but I think I would say the second half of December. I think it's really sort of become a, you know, gone from a 
an option to a priority almost if you like and like like you say court it caught a lot of people on the half, not least Manchester United, not least me, uh, and and everyone else who was in the Villa Park press room. There was a there was a lot of silence in there. I tell you, a lot of people, a lot of people wired in with their head heads down writing. But you know, I don't mind that at all. You know, some people, I, I got a few texts off people saying, "Oh, I bet you're fuming." You know, you got caught out. It's like absolutely not. You know, like if I get caught out, everyone gets caught out, and that's that's better than that's that's the second best option after you know being first to the scene. It's it's interesting because there's been different reports, and some of them talking about how Julian Ward did a lot of work in the time when they were in Dubai to kind of put the feelers out and get it get up and running. Paul Joyce had talked about how it was kind of Christmas Eve, yeah, is where they decide that's when they're gonna gonna push the button on it. What what is it that the sort of kickstarts? Because Paul Joyce is the one who breaks it yeah yeah and then it, it just seems like within the space of two hours it's gone from liverpool are interested to PSV yeah tweeting well to be in the th- i mean there is a there is a sort of a bit of an accepted thing now that you know when when liverpool sort of stand up interest in a player it's when it's done pretty much you know that yeah. that that was the case with uh with diaz it was the case with i remember jota um, I don't even remember Jota. I think I think that sort of emerged the day Thiago signed, and then it was like, right, and we're also going to try and sign Jota, and Dorothy signed Jota pretty much. Um, it was the same with Nunes, really. You know, in the summer where it was like, yeah, you know, you you get the sort of the brief almost goes around a little bit. That's like, yeah, it's not done yet, but you know, we're, we're confident. And when you when you sort of when you roll back the sort of tape, you go actually, the, it was it was well 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 done. By that point, um, so I think I mean I, I spoke to Jules and he was I don't think he had much of a Christmas in terms of a, a family Christmas and a, a, you know a traditional Christmas as you'd call it. So I think he was doing a lot of work. I don't know whether he was travelling or whether it was you know Zoom calls and Skype calls and whatever else. But he was thrashing out the deal with um, with PSV and with Marcel Brands. Liverpool got a decent rep, um, relationship, sorry, with with Gakko's agency, SCG, um, who ironically represent Ten Hag at United. Um, so I think maybe that was, you know, even more more of a surprise to United. But Liverpool have um, put a lot of work on it. Julian Ward, Dave Fallows, Barry Hunter put a lot of work in to making sure this deal was ready to to go. And I think probably maybe the the acceleration on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, Boxing Day is probably just to have them in the building for the for when the, the window opens. You know, I think maybe just to head off potential of United coming in and and, and putting the money on the table. But it's um, you know, listen, we we have to. I'm sure we're going to talk about him about the type of player. I've spoken about him on this show, and I've I have I have reservations about him, or I've had reservations about just how good he is. Mm-hmm. It's tough because Holland weren't a team that you looked at in the. In the um, I think it was hard to look good in the Holland team. They were, they were a decent side. They were a very functional side, but I thought it was hard to to really stand out. There was not many of those players that really sort of you looked at and went, "Wow!" Like you know, you, you think of sort of obviously Mbappe, but you, even like there were other players like, like uh, Gonzalo Ramos or, or at Portugal, or you know, obviously Julian Alvarez. They they really sort of shone in a good side. Gakpo was sort of a little bit. He, he made he, he made a fair bit of what what literally got yeah. in the game, and I I had, I had doubts about it, but I think the the best thing you can say is if you look at Liverpool's record when they take the plunge on a player, we've talked about, mentioned a few there already: Diaz, Jota, Nunes. I think we'll be come into that category: Salah, Mane, Van Dijk, Fabinho. They tend to get it right. 
Absolutely, and, and it's the, the the profile I find is quite interesting in them. It's it's the height. Yeah, and that was the real underlying concern that wasn't really being talked about because I think there's a lot of people when people were clamouring for Enzo Fernandez, who of course we'll discuss a little bit a little bit later on. You know, if you throw him into a midfield, all of a sudden it's got a Tim and Thiago, and it's having a similar issue with Harvey Elliott as well, aren't they? You know, on and then if, if Joe Gomez is at centre half, and if it's you know, let's say it's Diogo Jota in the in the attack or whatever. You've you've significantly cut down on the on the size of your side. Yeah. They've added another six footer in there, um, another powerful lad, another another pacey lad as well. It feels like in terms of rebooting stuff, they've gone for loads more aggression, and the and they're, they're finally now starting to get high. Because again, even just to, to Bellingham, Bellingham's another another potential six footer in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I, I think I saw Paul Tompkins done a, a, a sort of chart where he was, he was charting height and I think it was age and height, wasn't it? Average age and, and, and average height of the squad, and Liverpool yeah. was sort of below. I think they were below optimum in both at, the, at this moment, and obviously that changes. It's also a player that. I know we could talk about Eredivisie and Dutch Dutch league and transferring that into them. And actually, I think there's probably. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's probably about as many as... as, as on either side of that debate, you know, as many who have been able to do it and as many who haven't, we just maybe remember the ones who haven't a bit more. Um, it's another player who, who's got, you know, goals and assists 
on their CV. You know that they're, they're not. It's not just potential to score goals and assists. They do it. You know, they, yeah. they, he he does it better than anyone at the moment. You know, in terms of the top, I think it's the top ten leagues. He's got he's got the best best record in that that sense. So he's um, yeah, he's he's got a lot of on the face attributes to take. You know, he plays in different positions across it. You know, I I saw him in the, the World Cup. I saw him play as a sort of a right sided forward in the first game and he was quiet still scored sort of players a number number nine or just off a number nine seen him play as a sort of almost a, t- a 10 behind the front two off the left against Argentina so he clearly got a lot of those um positions in a, in his locker uh, I think I think you're looking at him being a left or left or center with with Nunes sort of in the short term um he's 23 you know he's someone who's the stars in the ascendancy. He's, you know, his 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 reputation is growing, or has grown over the last two months. Certainly over the last six months, twelve. So, he's someone who's still got the hunger of not yet having proven it in the top league or in the Champions League. Only, I think he's only got ten or twelve caps. I think for the for the Netherlands. So he's not, you know, he's not. He's had a good World Cup, but he's not yet established as a sort of international level player. So. There's a lot for him to do, but there's a lot of potential for him to do it. You know, at Liverpool as well. And you look at, you know, we talk a lot on this show, don't we? Obviously, it's all about transfers, really. But we talk a lot about, you know, Liverpool. I, I, to be honest, I see it quite a bit when you think. I see a lot of people say things like, "Oh, the, the owners haven't invested since Liverpool won the league or since he won the Champions League." And you, you often get that that team photo that, that shows sort of, you know, the, the team that beat Tottenham. I say, "Oh, look at that! Nine of that started here," or you know. And it's true, but then if you look at the last sort of two and a half years, you've got Jota, Diaz, Nunes, Cavallo, and now Gakpo. You know, that's five forwards brought in. I think all of them were 25 and under. Mm-hmm. Some of them some of them younger even. Um, you know, it's a significant refresh of the attacking areas and, and a, a lowering or a, a bringing down of the age of the squad as well. And, you know, I'm getting... We, we don't know what that means for Firmino, but that that might continue in the summer when when obviously if and when Firmino leaves, you've only really got then Salah who's who's in that that age of you know past their peak if you want to call it that, and I would question that anyway. So there's there's been a real effort there, and if you look at Liverpool, if you say that Liverpool till the end of the season, let's say from March onwards, if we get Diaz back and, and Jota, six forwards, Firmino, Salah, Nunes. Jota, Diaz, Gakpo. It's a pretty good stable, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. it's it's a stable that sort of a lot of people would have would have dreamed of, really. You know, twelve months ago or, or whenever. So, Particularly when Liverpool have been so reliant on three, yeah, yeah. for so many years, yeah. to actually have a, de- a deep talent pool rot- a rotation as well. Because I've seen lots of conversations around what's the starting three, what's this and that. The idea is it won't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the City do that so well, don't they? Yeah. You know. Haaland starts, De Bruyne starts, and then after that you you say, well, yeah, it could be Grealish, it could be Foden. If not, then we'll bring Bernardo Silva on and bring on, you know, Riyad Mahrez, and obviously they might have a couple of younger players. Alvarez is there, obviously, isn't he? So, you know, there's. I think Liverpool. I, I always remember Liverpool playing Chelsea, and uh, in the game when they, they they got the Premier League trophy five five three, I think it was, wasn't it, Anfield? And I just remember that Chelsea made three subs. And he took off the entire front three, and I think it was, I think it was Giroud, the six players. I don't know who was on who, but it was Giroud, Abraham, Ziyech, Pulisic, maybe Mason Mountain, Hudson Odoi. Maybe that was the. I think that was the six. 
I remember thinking, you know, yeah. they've got some, they've got some options. I, I don't ever, I don't ever remember a time when Liverpool could have done that. Yeah. You know, they probably wouldn't with Salah, but where Liverpool could go, do you know what? It's not working today for Firmino and and Mane, mm -hmm. so we're just going to take them both off and we're going to bring on these two. It would never work. Now you could look and say, if you, I mean, fingers crossed, you get most of them fit together. <laughs> not to know by no means a guarantee, but imagine you had, you know, listen, Diaz is having a having a bit of a nightmare against his fullback and Nunes. It's not working for him. Just get Firmino on and Gakpo. You know that 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 sort of is all. It's a double change where you go, wow, that's not weakening your team at all, really, is it? You know, that's that's actually that's both fresh legs and potentially. Top class as well. Liverpool have gone from this time last year, you know, since since this time last year, Mane, Origi and Minamino have all been moved on. Yeah. And Diaz, Nunes and now Gakpo have come in yeah. in replacement. And Carvalho as well. And, and yeah, right, and, and, and Carvalho in addition to that. So, yeah, it feels... And Ben Doak. And, of course, <laughs> the, the <laughs> one we all really care about. No, Ben I was saying to, to um, friends, I was obviously in the press box of Villa, Ben Doak, come on. And uh, there's a guy behind the press box, just the row behind, just a fan, and he, he shouted, put him in the stand, Lucas, he's only the work experience kid. And I, I sort of looked at James Pearce, give him a look, man. It's a bold move, he's gone early, you know, and, and the, the first thing he does, obviously, was he did not put him in the stand, did he, you know, he nearly put himself in the stand, but <laughs> yeah, he got sent for the echo, didn't he? And great, great to see a young lad like that, and Stefan Bajetic, of course, but, you know, that's, that's another sort of thing, isn't it? You know, takes a little bit more pressure off him, you know, you, you, you can dip him in and out, out of games rather than you've got that clamour of like, got is it play. time for Ben yeah. to play again? You know, like, you know, just, just because we're struggling so much, you take you take the pressure off someone like that and let them develop at their, their own pace. Yeah. Um, when do you think it's likely we'll see him actually play? It's tough because Diaz got thrown straight in, didn't he? If you remember, like, Cardiff, wasn't it? He, he, he just sort of, Liverpool were like, oh, no, he, I don't think he's going to be available for, for Sunday and then he was like, Oh, he is, and we'll give him 20 minutes. And I think it was him and RBL came on together. I don't think Brentford doesn't feel right to the player Brentford. Uh, obviously, he's, yeah, he's just back from the World Cup, so he's, you know, he's had a break after that. So what, when was the World Cup? When did Holland go out of the World Cup? So that's three, three, four weeks, isn't it? Three weeks, probably. Um, you'd look at that Wolves Cup game and think, I think that would be... That would be an ideal sort of, you know, whether from the start or on the bench, you know, I think that would be the ideal time to, to get him in there. Weeks training probably, you know, get him up to speed. I don't think I don't think he should be sort of too far away. It's not like you're signing someone who hasn't played for, you know, it's not Arthur Mello that you're signing and you're going, right, he needs some games for the under-21s or whatever. Yeah. You know, he's, he's up to match speed. So I'd be looking at that Wolves game and thinking, let's see him in the squad and, you know, bring him on maybe to a great Anfield ovation, that kind of thing. And, Dutch international in the third round of the FA Cup. It's worked before, hasn't it? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> just moving things forward slightly, I guess. Obviously, when FSG, when the when the, the sale talk came out, I think it was Tom Wayne had to put a statement out and they were talking about how effectively it wouldn't undermine the, the, mm. the running of the club and the, the goals were still aligned yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And Jürgen's been very, <clears throat> been very relaxed about the whole thing. Mm. Do you think this is a, this kind of furthers that assertion? Yeah, well, I asked him, I asked Jürgen, was it the, before the City game, I think? I said, about Julian Ward, I said, you know, did they catch you by surprise? And, and what, what impact does it have on you, on you to do? Because we, we have talked about it, I think, on this show, where maybe we're... Maybe we're too simplistic and maybe maybe the football world doesn't work like that but 
if someone was telling me, listen, this this is the best club in the world, you know, you you have to join Liverpool. Don't go to Real Madrid. You need to come to Liverpool. I think my my hand would go up and say, well, why are you, why are you walking away then? Yeah. You know, like, if it's the best club in the world, you know, that has to be a factor. And and if if he's such an influential figure, you know, if he if he's a very persuasive figure or a, a really sort of, you know, a, a great person to to converse with. And you know he's not going to be there. I think it would it would play on your mind. I think if you were a, if you were a, a particularly thoughtful player, you're thinking, mm, you know, what's that going to look like in twelve months' time? Maybe the money maybe the money changes everything <laughs> and stuff like that. But I asked Jürgen, I said, does it change anything? And he said it has no impact. That was his, his response. No impact. Now you sort of went away. I thought, okay, that's you know, at least he, he's give a, a, a solid answer. But they've give a solid answer with this, hasn't it? Really? I mean, this is a very Liverpool. We've we've all maybe wondered, oh, are they going to go down a different sort of route with, you know, targeting different types of players, or or you know maybe, you know, not targeting players and and reining things in. Well, this is when, when Liverpool said business as usual. I think a lot of people rolled their eyes and said, well, it's obviously not business as usual, but this is quite business as usual in terms of the type of deal and the way it's been done. So, yeah, I think it I think it's quite reassuring, um, you know that that it. While there's uncertainty around the club and there's key departures and roles to be filled, they're still, you know, they're still capable of getting a, a deal done quickly, a big deal done, a decision made quickly, money spent. You know, there's there's a lot of things that could, I think, calm a few nerves um, in this deal. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you want even more Liverpool podcasts in your lives, do check out Red Men Plus. From as little as £5 a month, you can get tons and tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form. So yeah, go over to redmenplus.com, check out our amazing content. I'm sure you are going to love it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.